Hey, wrestling fans, if you're listening to this, you're listening to the latest episode of the Wrestling Time Machine podcast. Before we dive into the actual show, we just want to remind you where you can find us. You can follow us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash the wrestling time machine. You can also follow us on Twitter at W-R-E-S-T-L-T-I-M. M-A-C-H, the Wrestling Time Machine podcast is on Twitter. You can also follow the Wrestling Time Machine on Tumblr. You can also email the show at Machine at gmail.com. You want to be a part of the show? We want to hear your memories. We want to hear what you're thinking about what we're watching. And you can do that by just emailing the show at Machine at gmail.com. Because we'll read your emails live on the air. Also, you can check out our Kofi. That's Kofi.com forward slash the wrestling time machine. Go there and any donation that you make goes right back in towards producing the show. Uh, producing the podcast unfortunately does not pay the bills and anything that you can throw our way, even just a retweet, helps us out. So check out our Kofi and if you want to help support the show for free you can leave us a rating on itunes that's uh, or apple podcast whatever it's called now uh, you can leave us a rating on itunes because that helps us out that gets more people uh, that helps more people find us on itunes so check that out and please don't forget to support the show you can also check out the other shows that we do nerdfix strangers and Pokemon Mind and Body at nerdfixstrangers.com forward slash listen. Leith, where can people find you on the internet? I'm, uh, um, I'm on Twitter at pariah underscore lane, P-A-R-I-A-H underscore L-A-Y-N-E. I have an Instagram for myself that's Leith underscore gray where I mostly just post like random stuff, a lot of art and and toys, and then I also have a dinosaur underscore toy underscore adventure, which is pretty much just what it sounds like. <laughs> um, yeah, and then I still have a short story up on Amazon, which you can just search Leith Gray and it should pop up. Very cool. You can follow me on Tumblr at Space King Bobby's blog and at Space King Comics. You can also follow me on Twitter at Space King Bobby. And don't forget to check out EventMakesThings.com for all sorts of cool wrestle buddies, nerdy badges, comics, jewelry, dream catchers, stockings. You know, if uh, the holidays are coming up, you can get yourself a cool nerdy stocking. So check out EventMakesThings.com for all your geeky finery and accessories. Welcome, wrestling fans, to the latest episode of the Wrestling Time Machine podcast. I'm one of your co-hosts, Bobby Fisher, and on the line with me, as always, is my faithful co-host, Leif Gray. Hello, everyone. Hello. It's a, it's a cool December, well, it's probably going to be December by the time y'all listen to this, uh, <laughs> by the time I get <laughs> this up. Enough. Yeah, close enough. <laughs> It's November 30th, which is practically December. It's uh, it's a cool November morning, and we're settling in for some bonus content for the podcast. So we thank you for listening, of course. And we're going to be watching something that just came out on the WWE Network, the AWA Team Challenge. It sounds fantastic. It does. (laughs) Now, uh, this was just recently made available on the network as part of its Hidden Gems collection. And, of course, before we really get into the event, we're going to talk about, you know, just some trivia that we were able to to gather for the event. Uh, Some of the trivia comes to us from David Bixenspan's article on Deadspin about this uh, about this. Uh, event, and we're going to go over some of that just real quick, and then we'll dive into the show. So, Leith, uh, what trivia were you able to find? Well, basically, I just kind of came across another article, and I was trying to see 
If I could remember who did it, I do not because I am terrible. But uh, it, it was it's pretty concise and just kind of went into why this magical thing even happened. And the the main thing is that AWA was losing a lot of its talent to WWE mm-hmm. at the time, and they were kind of hemorrhaging money at this point and pretty much towards the end of their their run. So they're like, okay, we're gonna do this this plan to to have this team challenge where it, the entire roster split into teams, right? Mm-hmm. Then they it's three different teams. They have to compete against each other for points, and then eventually they have an opportunity to win, you know, like a million dollars at the end of all this. But the idea was that they wouldn't have to rely on one particular person anymore because that mm-hmm. person could just jump ship and go to WWE at any time, so Team Challenge kind of resolves that issue. So, mm-hmm. in theory, <laughs> and on paper, this isn't a terrible idea. <laughs> in theory. <laughs> um, they tried, I, I mean, I guess the actual, from what I've read through a few different sources, was that the actual show did go on, but the pilot is not really what the show ended up being mm-hmm. somehow. I'm not really sure because I, I obviously haven't watched any of it yet. But yeah, we're going into this fresh. <laughs> um, but it, it ran for about a year, mm-hmm. the actual show, and they did it uh, mostly just really terrible gimmick matches. <laughs> like, I believe there was a, a turkey on a pole match, and oh, yeah. Delightful. Just, really fun awful stuff i mean a turkey on a pole match is kind of you know apropos for the time that we're recording (laughs) i mean is it really is it really even thanksgiving if you haven't had a turkey on a pole match probably not probably not that should be a tradition in every household the u.s (laughs) yeah you got your you got your turkey on a pole match. You got your stuffing in the bank ladder match. You know it's all very very Thanksgiving themed. <laughs> so uh, are we creating another event? I, I think we are. <laughs> Wrestle Thanksgiving. It will be wonderful. It will be. Gobbledygooker will be there signing autographs. By God, there's cranberries everywhere. <laughs> Uh, delightful. Uh, no, so we've got uh, some more trivia. Uh, Vern Gagne uh, was sort of the head of this event. Uh, the show is dated itself October 23rd, 1989, uh, although the tournament had already really started by that point. Uh, Vern Gagne promotes this as an ongoing team competition with standings determined by a point system, and, and you alluded to that, Leah, uh, mm-hmm. a first for professional wrestling. Uh, Vern Gagne also promotes the use of new television technology throughout the event, including slow motion replay, putting it over as a first for professional wrestling. This isn't true, however, because slow motion replay had been used uh, since the early 1970s at the at the absolute latest in professional wrestling. Uh so this is something that is likely going to be very bad. But you mean great? <laughs> yeah, and by bad I mean great. Like in the way Dungeon of Doom is fantastic. Yeah, and thanks to everybody <laughs> who voted in our shirt poll. Uh, with any luck, we'll be getting a Dungeon of Doom T-shirt up soon, and uh, we are absolutely still going to do a Renegade T-shirt. So. Keep an eye out for those, and you can check out the shirts that we have at tpublic.com. You can find me as a designer on tpublic uh, at Space King Bobby, so check that out. And you can also uh, check out the shirts that we do. Again, that all goes back to supporting the show, the wrestling shirts. Uh, Right now we just have the one design, uh, Barry Horowitz. I'm next. But yeah, show your show your love and appreciation for the WWE's greatest jobber. Ah, uh, he's not a jobber man. <laughs> don't don't even say that. 
So we're <laughs> we're gearing up to watch this. If you want to watch along, you can find the AWA Team Challenge on the WWE Network. Uh, pull it up on your device, and you'll want to make sure that you are on the triple zero timestamp with a black screen. If there's an ad or anything beforehand, make sure you've at least gotten beyond that. And what you're going to hear after this is you're going to hear a little bit of a redux of the one, two, three kids entrance music to count you down. And you'll hear us press play and press play with us accordingly. So, play. All right. America. Girls in bikinis. I mean, that is America. Confused ref. <laughs> Back to girls in bikinis. I wonder if that's Van Hammer on the guitar. <laughs> I guess they're 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 chanting something for. Yeah, I think they're like they're like cheerleaders, sort of. Yeah. With like horrible background music. Official AWA uh, cheerleaders. Fern Gagne with a dog. <laughs> yeah, Vern Gagne looks like he's promoting a dog food. It's like one of those like retirement ads. Yeah. Like you need life insurance, <laughs> eat your oatmeal. I don't know. It's it's definitely has that commercial feel. <laughs> it's pure Purina retirement chow. <laughs> Makes its own gravy. Oh my. Okay, so we got... I already hate this guy. Yeah. We got Greg Gagne and some annoying guy. God, those are some 80s track jackets. Oh, my goodness. Greg Gagne looks so excited. He looks like a Soviet gangster. Why do I feel like they're sitting too close? Like he's just gonna lean in and give him a give him a smooch. Yeah. <laughs> like stop staring at him. Like this is weird. <laughs> that would make me so uncomfortable. That guy looks like a Ken doll. <laughs> oh man. Oh that wow. Where where is he coming from? So if you look closely. <laughs> The crowd shot is one shot, but it's flipped on either side. Oh my goodness! Are there even people here? It's like the no. ring looks like it's floating. No, there aren't any. Oh, this lady! Oh, and nope, no people. I'm pretty sure the entire ring is on a pole. What is happening? <laughs> oh my! This is so weird. Oh man, slow motion replay. They're gonna tell us how it works. There's this feels like it's like filmed in like two different locations. What is happening? Yeah, no, there's there's no actual crowd here. No, it's like literally black behind them. Like it looks like the ring is just floating there. Oh, there's that slow motion replay, man. Yeah. Slow motion. God, the the one dude's outfit looks like a bad, like, take on an Ultimate Warrior outfit. It's orange, he's got, like, green anklets with bands, like ribbons. Oh, yeah. I thought they were, like, ballet slippers at first. So oh, it does tie. look like he's wearing ballet <laughs> slippers. That's so funny. But they're both wearing, like, very, like, just very simple gear for the most part. Nothing too flashy. They didn't have... I mean, they, the one guy had an entrance, sort of. Wait, but wait, it's wait. like can they, they just teleport it to the ring. Can they can they call timeouts in wrestling? Because he called a timeout. Oh well, and there's that lady drinking at the table that isn't actually there. The crowd okay. shots look like they were shot in a bowling alley. Right, like it's like one of those like, or like a, like a comedy club, or the, just like the small tables. Everybody's got a beer. Yeah. 
Tommy Jammer beats Tom Burton. Tom you Burton looks like Ethan, what's his name, from uh, My Name is Earl. Ethan <laughs> Supley. Nice. Oh, yeah. We're A at man's the sports man. bar. Look, we got some ketchup and Marlboros. Like, they're not even there. Like, I don't understand. Where are they getting the crowd reactions from? Blitzers! And you have Sergeant Slaughter with the G.I. Joe jacket. G.I. Joe. <laughs> Colonel De Beers. I did see Sergeant Slaughter at uh when I went to All In. He was like waiting in line to get a coffee. <laughs> I was like, that's cool. <laughs> you better put it- cream in that, maggot. <laughs> <laughs> it's amazing that this other guy in the bathrobe sounds exactly like Sergeant Slaughter. Mm-hmm. But he looks a bit more like Bob Backlund. Yeah. <laughs> oh, this guy again, huh? He's got, like, does he have makeup on or something? Or fake tanner? Oh, we're going to get Johnny Valiant. They, like, talk in the most, like, unnatural way. Oh, they just took down the Curtis Hotel with sledgehammers. (laughs) It was totally believable. Oh, it's still going. Bye, Curtis Hotel. Oh, it's Mike Enos. (laughs) This is where Triple H got his sledgehammer idea from. Probably. He's like, they could take down an entire building with those things. Oh, they're going to bring the hammer down. It's the destruction crew. God, those are some mullets. Oh, boy. Yeah, Wayne Bloom and Mike Enos, and now they're, they're going through the teleportation chamber. Yeah. Uh, that's somebody who... who Looks like they're trying to do Ted DiBiase. <laughs> the crowd shot is weird, right? Oh, it's so weird. So one's just kind of like on a loop of that guy in the plaid shirt going back and forth. What's great is hearing Greg Ganya pronounce gymnast. <laughs> And then the other guys, apparently only one team or one person gets the entrance and the others do not, right? Yeah. But the other team had the promo. It's... I really want to know where they're filming this crowd from. (laughs) It looks like a different place in every shot. Like, that time it looked like they were in a VFW. I'm so confused. (laughs) Stock footage from Bowling Alleys of America. (laughs) And it's like, the outside of the ring is so dark. There's no lights, there's no crowd, there's not really anything. So it just looks like people are just floating out there. Yeah. It's very, very strange. And then they usually, like, before, they at least were like kind of shooting the ring at an odd angle as well. Yeah. Which what, really made it look like it was floating. I don't know. It's very, very strange. When, when you wrestle in the void, you have to make sure that the void doesn't wrestle you. Like That's what it feels like. It's like almost like, like a science fiction show where they go through this teleporter, right? Yeah. And then they are transported to this void with this wrestling ring. It's it's the superstar gate. There you go. It's it's Now if they would have gone that route with it, I think it would have done well. <laughs> That's what wrestling needs is more stargates. <laughs> Look, certainly now, I, I keep reminding myself it is just a pilot, so it's yeah. like they're kinda of just trying to get the basic idea of what they're looking for for this show. Yeah. So maybe that's why we're getting the the weird stock footage and the 
the non-actual crowds, you know? I don't know. I think it's funnier to think that this is what they wanted exactly. <laughs> like, no, but like certain wrestling entrance sets, you could totally make that look like a Stargate. Oh, yeah, definitely. That's that's the kind of thing that Disco Inferno would book, probably. <laughs> That was not a great-looking angle for that, that knee strike. So the, the guy in the black and white is Ricky Rice. Okay. Okay. So we've got Wayne Bloom. And they're teaming up on Bloom, and we're just arm wrenches for days. Their hair matches. I'm glad we got Greg Gagne to explain the rules. Mm. Look at that. Look at that instant replay. Slow motion. <laughs> so cutting edge. <laughs> we've, got, we've got all the cutting edge TV technology. Cameras microphones crowd shots teleportation devices <laughs> teleportation devices like it's just you can see like that almost like the scaffolding or something on the other side that was an odd shot <laughs> like it just looks like a warehouse mhm <laughs> that's why they they made it look like it was just in a void cuz if you actually saw what was around them you'd just be like eh the AWA, Cutting Edge Warehouse Technology. Well, their gear sure matches. Yeah. They, uh, they definitely are wearing some orange. That's because they're, uh, like the demolition crew or whatever. They kind of went with that roadside orange and black. I think they had safety vests on earlier. I could be wrong. Yeah, no, they definitely had safety vests on earlier. Oh, oh, power slam. Amazing. Oh, there it is. I was waiting for the slow motion on that one. I was going to call it. Because <laughs> <laughs> that, that was a big move, man. Yeah, I get the slow-mo move. on that. Oh, they're getting fancy. I don't think we're going to see very many flippies in this episode. No, I think that's the, the fanciest fancy we're going to get. Yeah. Oh, we got the slow motion. Are you ready? Oh, uh, doomsday device in slow motion. I didn't even realize that was Jerry Lynn. <laughs> Well, that's neat. <laughs> Is that Eric Bischoff? Yep. Oh, my God, look at his hair. It's so floof. <laughs> oh, my God. And this is oh. before he started dyeing it that terrible shoe, shoe polish black. Yeah, but that also looks really bad. Eric. Well, that, that's yeah, it's so floofy. He's talking about how double team maneuvers are outlawed in Hong Kong. Is he almost looks blonde? Who almost looks blonde? Eric Bischoff. I think it's the gray coming in. Yeah, because he went he went like real all early. gray, real yeah. Which always looked cooler than when he had the black. I remember when they like shaved his head and it came in. It's like, why didn't he just let it be his natural color? Because it looked cool. Well, I actually uh, listened to his uh, first year in WWE episode, and part of that I think just gets back to like they wanted the WCW Eric Bischoff. Mm. You know what a lot of people think of when they think Eric Bischoff. <clears throat> oh, more slaughter. 
G.I. Joe. <laughs> An over-the-top rope King of the Hill match. This is going to be great, maggots. That already feels like an overly gimmicked match. He's got jungle savvy. Maybe he served on the on the same unit as uh, as Sergeant Craig Pittman and Cobra. Is this supposed to be like the American flag behind him, but they just couldn't figure out how to do the the blue part? Yes. <laughs> like red and white stripes. That's good enough. Oh my. Oh my. Apparently he's supposed to be South African, or he's a South African soldier man. He's, uh, he's something. I mean, he does look like a dictator. Colonel De Beers. But shouldn't he, I feel like if he's in, supposed to be like this South African military man, he should have a British accent. Yeah. Like am Enemies, I wrong? <laughs> Enemies can be on the same team together. That's crazy. Greg Ganya's voice is like too pleasant for this. Like I feel like he should be like. Talking about woodworking or something instead. He just, he sounds like a, a sitcom dad. Oh my. This is, yeah, that guy was creepy. Mm-hmm. Foxy Boxing. I... Uh, just, mm-hmm. <laughs> this might not age well. No. No. I mean, because they keep going to the crowd shots, like you're not actually seeing any of the boxing. She's boxing the camera now. Okay, yeah. <laughs> now she's fighting a person. <laughs> You think if you're gonna be boxing somebody, you she's boxing, she's boxing the freaking camera again. Fight the person. <laughs> you don't box a camera. She's just swinging, swinging at everything that comes in her face. But it just seems odd that they would all not wear bras to to box in. Just saying, it's a little strange. Look. This is... I don't remember this in Rocky. A weird shot from between people's legs. I... Yelp. And the hair, it's very, very, like, 80s, 80s. Like, not... Like, I wouldn't think late 80s. Mustang Sally. Of that course. Is... Look at that girl's hair. Like, how does she like, even fit in the building? You can't have a name. Now she's wrestling the girl instead of boxing. How is this even legal? Can't they, like, no? <laughs> she just, like, They're just going to let this go? All right. She just, like, wrenched her own neck back because the other girl let go of it. Uh, I hate, like, pretty much everything about this. This is just dumb. You, you can't have a name like Mustang Sally and not do adult movie work. That's that's exactly what that name is. Like, shouldn't this be over? I'm pretty sure just throwing your gloves off and... and wrestling the other your opponent is not legal I'm pretty sure none of this is legal 
Well, they just called her Slaughterhouse Sally. That, no, that's a different Sally. Oh, they're, apparently they're all Sally. Okay. <laughs> that was bad. Oh, we got more? Really? We have to do three rounds of this? This is painfully bad. Like, I yeah. I don't understand the joy of watching this even in, like, oh, it's sexy. Like, it's really not at well, all. <laughs> you, you gotta remember that this was, like, pre-internet. So you, yeah, yeah, true. You basically had this, and if you were lucky, maybe, like, a Sears catalog or... The Sports Illustrated swimsuit issue. This was this was it. There's a uh, Skin and Max. Yeah. You uh, got those channels. I think that was like I think that this was before that. Was it? I yeah. really don't know. That really that really <laughs> wasn't a huge thing until the nineties. Gotcha. And you start getting shows like VIP. Yeah. I don't honestly know what's even happening anymore. Oh, that those are some pit stains. Somebody mm-hmm. needs some antiperspirant. Slaughterhouse Sean is our winner. You mean Sally? They called her Slaughterhouse Sean. I don't think they even care. They're just throwing out names. They probably didn't even have names before like that started. They just named them as they went. Look, the the guy on the left sounds like a used car salesman. Mm-hmm. Greg Gagne sounds like he should have been the dad on Seventh Heaven. He's just like the he has a little bit of that like that like Bob Ross soothingness yeah. going on, which does not say wrestling to me. <laughs> yeah, and, and it's especially strange given that he's like dressed like a Soviet gangster. <laughs> so those are those are our teams. Paul Hard Rock Diamond. Oh, no, he actually is in space. He's actually in space. He's just floating there in front of, uh... Is that supposed to be Earth? I think that, <laughs> I think that <laughs> yes. weird disco ball graphic is supposed to be Earth. No, that's actually Earth. He's yeah. obviously just floating in outer space with yeah. no helmet or anything. He's we, fine. We launched him into space for the purpose of this promo. What is the the weird ambient sound behind him, too? That's what you hear in space. Uh, You you hear hard rock promos over Mm -hmm. weird ambient noises. (laughs) Paul Hard Rock Diamond. Oh, he got got a promo and an entrance. Yeah, he got the, the blue entrance. Colonel he just DeBeers. dove into the crowd, apparently. Oh, he gets an entrance, too. This guy. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> He's just, like, so extra. Yellow plaid shirt guy is, like, driving me crazy. All of this is, is driving me crazy. This is bad. And the thing is, like, you got to figure, like, these are... Not just, like, wrestlers for this particular program. They were all AWA guys, right? Yeah, and I think they mentioned Diamond Dallas Page just a moment yeah, ago. Yeah, yeah, they did. Somebody sent Diamond Dallas Page to take him down or something. Space. <laughs> I don't know. They sent him very, to space. Very... This is some some unusual stuff going on. Really could have done without the the foxy boxing bit. I'm not really sh- sure I understood all that. <laughs> I I don't think you were the intended market for that. Right, right. But it was so long. <laughs> it was kind of long.
big, hey, big the splash slow-mo attempt. On that? Where was it? The slow mo on the the like head scissors. They already lost that technology. Oh, there's cement flooring, apparently. Mm. I'm sure that'll come into play, probably. So we, uh, they don't actually just, like, disappear into the void when they're thrown over the, the top rope. Right. But this very much looks like a void. Yes. Big leapfrog into a dropkick. Now there's a slow motion. There's the slow motion. So where we can see that, yeah, he almost completely missed that dropkick. And this is why you shouldn't always use slow motion. (laughs) I'm pretty sure they've used the slow motion in every single match. Yeah, you think? They ha- yeah, Oddly they enough, have. not the Foxy Boxing. Yeah, they uh, they did not in the Foxy Boxing. Oh no! He's oh, gonna fall so into the void! No! He's never seen again. There is no crowd there. Come on. They are not actually there. I don't believe it. <laughs> no, there's there's no crowd there. I am not buying it. He meant the crowd of cameramen, maybe. Oh, you can see the ceiling. Look at that. There is one. Who knew? <laughs> it's a weird-looking ceiling. Yes. It's just all lights. <laughs> like, big, giant lights. That was at the uh, retirement party for, uh, I don't know, Jimmy Smith. (laughs) (laughs) Next, it'll be like, they'll show like stock footage from like somebody's wedding. (laughs) Oh, we got some Paul Diamond donk in that slow motion. Fantastic. Ew, spit. Ew. Ew. I didn't need slow motion spitting. He had, like, drool attached to his thumb. Like, good God, I did not need to see that. <laughs> you, you see, Greg, when you chew tobacco... <laughs> and stop using the slow-mo for everything, please. He's he's staggering and swaggering. I often swagger when I stagger. Oh no, the guillotine into the bottom rope. Want to find out more about how they like actually filmed this? Like, did they just have an event at like a local like restaurant, like a smaller thing, to get the crowd shots and then have the matches separate? I don't know. I I, I don't even think the the crowd shots are from AWA events. That's what we need to find out. <laughs> They can't even, like, I haven't noticed that they've even shown the same person more than once. (laughs) Oh my goodness, what is this guy's name with the black? Paul Diamond. Yeah, his gear is made interestingly. I don't know what that material is, but it's, like, intriguing. (laughs) (laughs) It's got, like, a weird texture to it. Yeah, and it looks very, like, thick. 
That's definitely not from a wrestling event. No. That's why I was wondering maybe if they just, like, like I said, maybe they just hosted an event, like, they hired people to, like, come to this restaurant and do reactions. <laughs> uh, got all the, their family and friends together, like, hey, come to uh, Chili's, we gotta get some reaction shots. <laughs> No, if it, was, <laughs> if it was 1989, that would have been like a Ponderosa or something. Oh, I miss Ponderosa. That place was amazing. They had the best chicken. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> the Terminator. So, neither one, like, they had, like... These two, like, an announcer commentator guys, but n- neither one of them seem like they should be working for a wrestling show. No. In that capacity. Like, Greg Gagne is just way too, like, soothing, and, like, he, like I really feel like he should be talking about whittling wooden ducks. And then uh, <laughs> the other guy just sounds like, I don't know, like some, like, cheap morning DJ. Yeah. Or, like, your your local radio station. It's very a strange combination. <laughs> the Terminator. And he is not afraid of Sergeant Slaughter. It's it's legitimately difficult to even watch like the matches in this cuz it's just so strange. The the Terminator looks like a raider from Fallout. Yeah, yeah. That's I mean obviously what they they base the raiders on. Yeah. A little little bit Mad Max. Though I don't really understand his mullet. <laughs> like why even have the long hair in the back at that point? Yeah. And Sergeant Slaughter just looks like Sergeant Slaughter. Like, dude never changes. He's just legitimately always Sergeant Slaughter. <laughs> <laughs> Big shot. I wonder if we're going to get slow-mo on that. Yeah? Yeah, of course. A big, big sort of forearm shot. Apparently God. this is bone on bone. I don't know what they mean by that. <laughs> That's not appropriate. <laughs> but the Terminator just looks gross. I can't decide if I like it or hate it. He's I'm very... In the, I'm in the middle. He's, uh, he's very hairy. Yes. Yeah, I would not want to wrestle somebody particularly hairy, because I could imagine the hair and the sweat and everything would just be really gross. It's Sergeant Slaughter versus a Brillo pad. Like, I wouldn't want to touch him. Yeah. But I don't hate it either. Like, I don't hate, like, like his look necessarily. Those kids look bored. Got a big headlock on. I don't even know if those kids should be there with the Foxy Boxy going on. I mean, jeez. I mean, those kids were just... They were... Yeah, okay, that's fair. That's not appropriate. Because, <laughs> I mean, obviously they're really there. Yeah. And they're saying all of this. God, the ring looked like it almost broke down. Yeah. Man, you can really hear it in the in this match. Yeah. Slow motion sound on that was very odd. <laughs> yeah, and then it just like cut back to live action really weird. Yeah, yeah. 
they're they're talking to a crowd that isn't there. Bless them. <laughs> I always find it weird when, like, people have, like, the type of haircuts where you could imagine, like, like it, it's easy to picture him without the, the hair in the back. Yeah. Does that make sense? <laughs> like, it just feels like it's just, like, attached to the back of his head and he could just take it off and he'd have, like, a fairly normal haircut. Because it's, like, not even, like, the same color as the rest of his hair. <laughs> He, he looks like an X-Men villain. Yeah. I think maybe that's why I don't hate it. Yeah. Oh, big chop. A rough style. Is that like strong style? Mm-hmm. No. With more like uh back rakes. This is this is wrong <laughs> style is what this is. Again, those kids just look so bored. Now they're reacting to nothing. <laughs> Turn the Chuck E. Cheese back on. I think I generally prefer it when wrestlers do shave. Yeah. Like, as not fun as I imagine that to be. It just is more pleasing to the eye. <laughs> this is... This is bad, everybody. Oh, that crowd's going wild, though. Oh, nobody. There's some more scaffolding in the storage locker that they filmed this in. Mm-hmm. It seriously keeps looking like the ring's about to fall apart. What is yeah. happening? I don't know if that was just a camera angle or what. But I really thought the pole was going to go out. They it's called... so weird. Yeah! They called that flying clothesline the slaughter the slaughter cannon. There's the cobra clutch. Now oh, he's about to terminate the terminator. Oh oh oh! oh we're gonna get slow mo on that almost flying clothesline. Okay, so maybe they shouldn't have cut to the slow-mo at that point, because I'm not really sure how the victory <laughs> happened. I guess he's supposed to have knocked him out. Is that what happened? But he seems like he's okay. I didn't see him tap or anything. Was there was there even a pin? No, he uh, either tapped out or got knocked out. Huh. There was no pin. Eric Bischoff's voice has a really weird echo to it. But Slaughter's doesn't? Yeah. Slaughter sounds normal. <laughs> I mean, as normal as Sergeant Slaughter sounds. Wow. The new AWA. We can only go up from here, right, Greg? As the Beverly... Hills knockout. Ralph Stranges, strongest, strongest. Wow. Okay, that barbarian guy looked cool. Yeah. Yeah. Mhm. Mm uh. Got. Is that? That was Yokozuna. Yoko, yeah, that was Yokozuna. Yeah. Now I want to watch it. <laughs> All right. 
Well, that was something. Yeah. That was uh that was a thing. That definitely happened. I the picture of Vern Vern Gagne with the the dog though. Yeah. So so Leah, <laughs> we have watched two really really bad things. In only two. Well, <laughs> as far as uh, outside of our normal watch list. Yes. Uh, we've watched Fight Zone and now this. Which did you prefer? Oh, definitely Fight Zone. Definitely Fight Zone. Yes. You didn't. You didn't care for the Foxy boxing. The Foxy boxing was too long and just odd. Considering it seemed like it was in a completely different place than the rest of the show, it was like there was like three or four different locations going on in this, and the the wrestling in the void, and going through the weird tunnel with the yellow plaid guy. I don't know. It was just it was bad. By God, and the, it's not like the matches were even interesting. It was just weird. We've we've got two storage lockers. We paid for them. We're going to use both of them. All right. Well, I think I think I have to give it to. I don't know. I I I would almost have to give it to this as well. Cause uh, fight zone was fight zone was bad. But it was like funny bad. But this like, had some funny bad moments, but then it got really boring. Like fight zone <laughs> was trying to do like. A couple different things. <laughs> the AWA didn't try to pretend that it wasn't wrestling, right? Except for the whatever the Foxy boxing was. Yeah, except for except for that. <laughs> so I mean, I'm gonna go with this also just because like the commentary is less annoying than Fight Zone because <laughs> Fight Zone was pretty bad. It was. Yeah. But good bad. It was all. So, so if you haven't watched the fight zone yet go do that too just watch them back to back and and you'll you'll see the the splendor that is these really weird offshoot shows (laughs) go go check out go check out our fight zone episode everybody because it's it's not great (laughs) it's what it what it is uh not our episode just just the event itself so Uh. I think with that, I think it's been a show. Check out our next uh, special bonus episode where we're going to riff the very first episode of Monday Nitro from WCW, World Championship Wrestling. Hooray! Hooray! Oh, hang on. 